0: comics episode one hundred and ninety one works we are gearing up to welcome back a uh, a second time interviewee uh for the first time ever is it exciting it's very exciting shall, shall we tell the people who, who it is elliot ray hall is back again so he was on the show with donny cates way back when i think it's when they were pimping the paybacks right right yes and he drew i mean did he draw and everything draw and color everything or did he just, did he just draw that
1: uh, see, it's murky to me because I didn't know that he wrote anything until I was investigating what he's been doing, and he's been working other stuff. So, but I think he. Was, okay. I think I think because you know that book spun out of Donnie Kate's original, which was um, Buzzkill. Buzzkill. So there's that.
0: Well, great guy. Uh, be back on the show soon. He's got some new work coming out. Like you said, he's done little bits here and there. Uh was going back through whenever you brought it up too. I think there. Was, I think I saw some Quantum and Woody in there. Mm-hmm. um a lot of creator-owned type stuff uh beyond that so uh, i'd be interested to see what he's up to and uh maybe his thoughts on donny Cates' career thus far because it has taken off since that interview let's not rub it in <laughs> it's not rubbing it in but uh, clearly he knows him well yeah mm-hmm. but i told you when i uh, saw
1: donny cates last year i asked if they ever had plans to work together in the future of, uh, and he was like no so, I'm not sure. If, <laughs> I mean, he didn't say it like that, but I'm just saying, like, he didn't. I'm not saying that there's any beef. They took very different paths, and, and we don't know what happens behind the scenes, but, you know, we might. Maybe let's we'll say you guys are still hanging, or what's. I don't know.
0: Yeah. You can, you can, you can
1: casually make it up. Okay. All right. it somehow. But, yeah, so he's coming back on. He's doing some traveling through this month and has uh, asked us for a July uh, date. So, that's where you come in to say when you can do it, and I'll, I'll do the same. Perfect. But also, this is not in the notes. Guess who might also be coming on the show? Who's this? Tyler Boss. Finally. Artist of Four Kids Walking to a Bank and We Can Never Go Home. Yes. All right. I'm down for this as well. He lives in Brooklyn, which is, you know, not that far from here necessarily, but I think he's just super busy. And uh, he said if he can if he can do the show from the room where he's being held captive, and the answer is yes. That's why I do mine, that uh, it can be done. Perfect. I'm down. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. Uh, so. Have either of us seen Dark Phoenix? No. No. What a shame! It has it has bombed. We'll lose apparently hundred billion dollars. Has a twenty two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I've listened to quite a few podcasts that have slammed the entire thing. So you know, what are your thoughts on what you've read and and heard thus far?
1: Well, so I started reading the uh, unembargoed reviews on, I guess, that Thursday before it dropped, and it just sucks, man. I mean, you know, I I think this movie was never going to make it. I think even after the disaster that was uh, Apocalypse, you know, the fact that they even came up with this fourth one was like really. And then when they had the issue with you know the MCU finally absorbing these properties, it became less and less relevant and important. So even I am like, what's the point of even seeing it? It, it, None of this is going to matter. Yeah, that's a shame. And they said that the drop off from the first week was also quite
0: hefty. I was so I've listened to. The, the different podcasts on the Ringer have been going back and forth on this. Um, some, a couple of them, a couple of the guys, big nerds, uh, long ago read, you know, the Dark Phoenix saga. Um, some of them were had talking, you know, they, they talked even about the possibility of, you know, if, if, when Marvel does start releasing X-Men movies, you know, could you see a future where they just would, a, would an audience appreciate it being this saga being played out again in the MCU just because it is such an iconic, Storyline, um, perhaps not even stuffed into one movie they talked about, you know, maybe it's played out over a couple X-Men movies. Um, cause they didn't make mention of the, of these X-Men movies in particular of, they never feel like they're building to anything. So it's just like, you know, they make one movie, not quite certain if they're going to make another. You only get sort of a tease at the end. Whereas each Marvel movie is spinning off another story somewhere else that, that picks up and all teases into, to one big thing. Um, so I, I don't know. I don't know if they would revisit it or not, but they kind of, uh, Last Stand was a, a Phoenix, was a Phoenix story, right? It also sucked. Yeah. So the, you know, the, if Fox did it twice, I could see Marvel at some point in the future, just wiping the slate and maybe they get around to telling the story as well. Um, Cause clearly I think people are just going to forget about a lot of it. I
1: know. Anyways, and to we even bother mentioning that later in the show, we talk about how the a- animated series did this right. Like how much Dark Phoenix could, possibly, could we possibly have?
0: Well, yeah, we'll just mention that now, but I, it, just I, I include that story in there just because you know if if did go out this and see this movie and we're disappointed, uh, go back and watch the uh, X Men the animated series adaptation of it and that's uh, apparently really good.
1: So I did also read and then we must move on from this a story that no one wants to hear. We can't move on <laughs> is that uh, there's been some calls for <clears throat> I say calls but there's been an acknowledgement that it's time to now that 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 MCU and, and all this is, is absorbing these properties that. They should really reboot the X-Men animated series from the 90s, which was pretty good for its time. It does not hold up that way, but it was a good show. I enjoyed it greatly.
0: Uh, you know, maybe they will on Hulu or Disney Plus. I mean, Hulu's got those animated shows coming out, so I would think that's definitely a possibility. Reboot it. I don't okay. want to see that show.
1: I want to I see a, a better revived version.
0: All right. Well, uh, keeping it, Marvel, you can officially rent the uh, Iron Man Cabin. For $335 a night. Like an Airbnb? Yeah. It's outside of Re- Atlanta. Really? Back in the woods in Georgia. Uh, what lake? Cool. What, what, what lake? Lake, lake Lanier? Uh, Georgia Bay, Fairburn, Georgia-based cabin. doesn't say in the, in the listing that I'm looking at right this second. but I wanted to be right. Maybe you should uh, next time. Your brother still lives in the Atlanta area, right? Yeah, but that's huge. But sure. Well, sure. Maybe you uh, invite them out for a little vacation. Three bedrooms, three baths, fireplace. Um. Yeah, 335 a night and uh, live like Tony Stark.
1: Where are they going to (laughs) sleep? That would be pretty cool, though. I guess so. I mean, what what we would do is we would uh, assemble. See that? What I just did there? Mm -hmm. Uh, All of our buddies and have a fake funeral for somebody and have all of us just pan over the back of that house. That would be awesome. All these deep cut faces would be there. What we need is a bachelor party there.
0: Yeah. I'm getting married, buddy. (laughs) Nice. I'll I'll do it. Just for you. Uh, Tom King explains his Batman exit teases secret television project. So when I read this, <clears throat> it seems like uh, getting out of the silence. They talked about, you know, having two st- spinning this story out. And basically it is a continuation of his Batman and that Batman Catwoman miniseries. It all seemed like fluff to me, um, like toting the company line. Uh, he didn't mention what the TV project is, but speculation that it's a DC related series. Um, I think this still is. Their main title of Batman wasn't selling as well. Tom King writes, you know, things that the, as we've seen with something like Heroes in Crisis, I think the, the, the perennial like Batman readers and the people who read the popular stuff maybe aren't that into, it. it's not what they, it's not what they like to get into full tilt on their, on their main character. Uh, and I think they've just grown tired of it. And I think they uh, just putting out a statement here that tries to make everyone look good. Well, okay then. <laughs> That's my take. Uh, either way, I mean, I I, I never,
1: I I never read the book is the problem.
0: Well, we read the first volume and obviously we didn't keep going. I I had planned to go through the entire thing, but, um, maybe I still will someday. But these days, Mm -hmm. uh, Jessica Jones released last weekend. I have not started it yet, but just wanted to uh, make mention. And I mean, that's it. It's the end of the, the Marvel Netflix shows. So, you know, it's, it's worth a mention. Jessica Jones was my favorite of those series. Um, and my wife really didn't enjoy Jessica Jones. So I'm sure we will get to it much faster than we did things like Iron Man and Luke Cage. Um, how many, Looking forward to how seeing many, it. How many did you get through? How many? Jessica Jones? Yeah. Uh, none yet. Been a little busy. I thought you said you started it. No, I was just saying it, it released and it's out there. I have not started it yet.
1: So thank you for letting people know that they already know. Mm-hmm, that's fine.
0: Whatever. Okay, that's good. So Thank tell you me for... about your uh, subway travels.
1: So this is great. So the other day, and this is this is not where this should be in the order of the stories, but I'm I, I want to say it was God Thursday afternoon. It, it was an afternoon where I was just trying to get home, and I always have music playing in my ears. I've I've become that disassociated from society where I just can't be in public without my AirPods in. I don't want to hear anything at all. Mm-hmm. But I overheard this guy telling his kid. Um, his interpretation of how the MCU and Fox and Sony movie properties work. <laughs> and like he's telling his kid who could not be older than like eight or nine. So he's explaining things like this. Like he goes, um, well, uh, you know, Spider-Man has his own world, see, and he's not really allowed to be uh, and in movies with those other guys like more than once or twice. And then of course, you know, the X-Men, and the Fantastic Four, they're over here. They're never gonna appear in that. And I wanted to be like and I actually turned my music off to hear the rest of his terrible, terrible uh interpretation of what's happening. That that's that's all I'm saying is it it was just bad, and I felt compelled to actually engage with, with the university hear this going <laughs> that's wrong, sir. Do
0: let me tell you something.
1: You're filling your son's name with
0: your son's brain with nonsense. Oh my god. Curse you. <laughs>
1: Fail you, Conan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, Jeff Lemire has a new book coming in September, which I assume that we will read as a number one, uh, inferior five, number one coming in September from Giffen and I, as uh, a tweet of his, you know, I think we talked before we started recording love Jeff Lemire. Uh, we don't like that. He always has so many books going, so hopefully this doesn't make any falls deteriorate or ascender have any shakeups. Obviously those books are written a good bit of them well in advance. Um, but you know, just hopefully he's able to, uh, keep making it happen.
1: He's like so many books, and then no books, and yeah. then a few books, and then so many books. Dude's the worker. I know. Well, I, I mean, as long as he's not. I mean, as long as he's not like
0: compromising the integrity of those books. I, I agree. Let's uh, let's talk some actual books. All right, bookies. So two weeks ago, uh, when we when we last got together, we settled on Thumbs number one of five uh, to read. This was out of Image Comics. Uh, this was the story. Let me see if I can summarize it without pulling up uh, what it was. So this was. A tech obsessed teens, um, they're sort of like a. It's not even just like that. They're into tech. They like, seem like they have like virtual reality type thing, like glasses on at all times. Um, they get directed to join a movement to take on some some government things. And off the top of my head, I'm remembering um, the the roundup saying something about imagine if Mark Zuckerberg uh, did this. Uh, so it kind of leans on you know social media and the internet. Being able to, you know, sway us into doing things, um, and just pulling a whole army together. Uh, as for the, as for the book itself, uh, one, it's one of those things where as I was reading, totally didn't realize it was like a supersized double issue. Me too. But, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, which goes to say that, you know, I wasn't exactly feeling it, you know, as someone who's, uh, you know, a work in, digital technology and you know online marketing and stuff i thought that i would be way more interested in in this than i was um i think the the art was kind of cool it's just like the the the, when we talk a lot about dystopian futures always being such terrible places um i feel like every time that we get a book that is set like that um i don't know there's just not not too many that i'm interested in just like viewing a, a future where everything sucks and we're being controlled by something and The world's coming to an end. Um, Just not like not a storyline that fully grapples me. I mean, okay, so
1: I'm surprised you didn't like this, given that you are a a digital technical person.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And it's, of course, dystopian future, as always. So we got this deal where these kids are supervisionless and they rely on this network to kind of connect with each other. And they again are being recruited to overtake the government, society, the patriarchy, (laughs) society, And it could (laughs) result in in, imminent death. And I I don't want to spoil too much, but the main character known as Thumbs, who apparently is that good at at doing these video game type things, that he gets a little bit of trouble. And where we end up at the end of the book is a bit of a twist, maybe perhaps a time jump. Maybe hand, I thought it was okay. I mean, I mean, so this this group brought us the book called The Few, which again is another version of dystopian future, which is, uh, is
0: becoming its own genre more and more as we go. Yeah, I
1: thought it's pretty okay, but I was actually surprised you didn't care for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was fine. I don't know if it was just the the state I was in when I did read it, and you know, maybe wasn't fully ready to take on a fifty page book of a lot of news story and everything. Um, like other times, I do like that it's a five issue miniseries um i did think the art was cool i like the cover uh you know I w- i'll keep checking out reviews to to see you know what kind of path it takes uh maybe it's something someday in the future i would you know just sit down and i assume this is something that seems like would end up on Comicsology unlimited i could just bang through the five issues at some point
1: i mean so if it's, so is it says we're talking like five times that's that's it's a lot of pages that's, that's, a, lot that's a lot of a lot pages to, a lot of books maybe it'll be like two or three sittings <laughs> so you're not going to sit down <laughs> and just read a novel all by yourself yeah or? no that's okay Okay, well, there you go. So, I mean, I give this, to me, a, a very fat
0: B. I can see that. I mean, it's like a B minus, C plus. Okay. C plus? Yeah, B minus, whatever. Oh, okay, fine. Uh, so we, we skipped the week. Uh, we don't have – we got some slim pickings this week. And, and we said the last time that this happened that we would give ourselves Sandman Volume 1, uh, which neither one of us has, has fully uh, gone into before. Uh, and obviously, it's super well thought of. Our nerd cred is going out the window as admitting that we're we're not fully involved in Sandman, um, so I'm excited to check this out. We'll go to give it our best to uh, to knock out the first volume and uh, have some discussion next week.
1: I'm very curious about this. I mean, Sandman came out a long time ago, so I'm it's hoping never something
0: have... that you wanted to check out all these years you've been reading.
1: It it, it definitely is, but. I also wonder – like when I read like Secret Wars, the original one like years after it came out. And Secret Wars is is a – the first one is revered. But it was written as like old school. You know what I'm saying? Like like, they just read like this would not hold up really on – but in its day. So I I, I say that with complete ignorance, I hope that this book is going to be able to be as relevant as I hope it is going to be. Same here. Speaking of – okay, before we move on. Did you also know that the Boys trailer dropped today? Uh, I saw a
0: headline, but had not watched it yet.
1: Yeah, a uh, buddy I work with watched it. And I, I did say, I know it. I know of it. I know it's filthy. I can't imagine how they're going to do it for
0: TV. Well, it's on Amazon, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I think they have some liberties to... But there's some sick shit in that book, man. Yeah. This is an odd odd title to push on through of all the books. that We, can, we can't get Why the Last Man to Happen, but Boys is full full on. Here we go. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. What I, else did I, we read I, this week? <clears> there <throat> we go. Clear well, that
1: throat. Thank you. I have, I have a lot to say. So, we both read Spencer Luck 2, number 3. Yes? Yes. I still enjoy it. I do.
0: Me too. I think it's a well made book. I think it's, you know, it still stands that, and this isn't a knock on it at all, but it's not something that I know that when an issue comes out, I'm going to have fun reading those 20 some pages, not have to dive into like a super big backstory, not have to really remember. What fully happened the last issue? I'm going to get some funny stuff. I'm going to get some throwbacks. Uh, I'm going to have the memories of Calvin and Hobbes uh, And a, a sweet little book. I'm a big fan, and I, you know, I pulled it up on Comic Book Roundup uh, before we started. And Central 2, Two, first issue was an 8.9, second issue was a 9.0, third issue was an 8.7. So people are loving this, and I'm happy to see that. I mean, it's it's a well made book. I can't. I have nothing else to say about it. It's great. It's fantastic. You should be reading it, the Royal U. Yeah, I mean, don't tell me what you read. <laughs> um, I read, so went back and reread. Now that, well, I saw that Hotel Oblivion, Umbrella Academy number seven uh, was in my recently purchased. So that that must have just come back out. Um, knowing that, I think that's close to the end. It has to be if it's seven ish, I don't think it's going to be a long book. Um, so I started going back through. Um, Rereading that since I you know watched the TV show, I did poke around through the original trades. Um, you know I remember when I first started reading *Hotel Oblivion*, I was sort of really lost. I had forgotten a lot of the intricacies of the characters. You know I was kind of just sat in this world and you know had been removed from it for a few years. Um, so going back through it th- this time it's great. It was nice to be there. It's a good little stopgap in between perhaps getting season two of of the actual of the actual TV show. Um, you know, I'm excited to finish this up. I need to look and see how many issues it is going to be. Um, but it's, it's great to see one of your favorite books back. Uh, even if the story itself isn't, you know, it's not as great as the, the first two trades to me. Um, just the second, obviously the first trade of introducing them, the second trade of getting Hazel and Cha-Cha, uh, two of my favorite characters in in book form. Um, but, uh, you know, whatever, happy to uh, be reading it and knowing what's going on. Yeah. I wish
1: I was up to the speed on that one. Especially given the show, which which they've been also sitting on teachers
0: that it's in, it's in production season two. Well, you can uh, catch up when it's done. I will. I did get around to reading Batman last night on Earth. We, and? Yeah, it, uh, I think this is great. Uh, I think it's a cool, you know, outside of, and I think we mentioned this the last time, is I think a character like Batman lends itself to these stories that don't have to be. And I get it. It's, it's sort of keeping in tradition of Snyder and Capullo's run. Uh, but having not read his full run, this to me is just like a standalone Batman story that you could pick up, you know, I don't need to be reading Tom King's full hundred issue planned, 100 issue thing. Um, you know, Snyder has written the character for a long time. Capullo has drawn in for a long time. I think this is an interesting story. Uh, I, I kind of wish that it would just came out as one big book, to be honest with you. Uh, it seems like it's going to be like an, an epic thing that will be worth having. You know, it's an interesting take on the character um Yeah, i mentioned the last time i did buy the that little thing i mean it's basically like a a mini trade paperback uh the print version as well um i'll I'll keep picking picking those up and uh yeah i'm a big fan of this so what do you think of the twist though there's a twist twist (laughs)
1: um
0: i don't know i mean i thought it was fine i mean i think where you think you're gonna be stuck in like i don't belong here what is this yeah but i don't quite know like do you think the what the twist that, well, I don't know. I think I'm just like open to giving it the second issue to see how it like fully plays out. Okay. Well, I mean, it is an interesting book though. for Yeah. Sure. For, yeah, definitely. And it's way, you know, I'd call it way different than anything I'm reading at the moment. Um I think this is just a, a love affair of these two creators with this, this character who they, they wrote for so long and then we're away from, and this is kind of their chance to finish up sort of what they had been doing for all those years. Uh, I think yes. it's a cool little scenario. You don't, you know, quite get that, that take on it that often. Well, there you go. And then super suns number 11, um, action packed as we get to the conclusion with 12. Um, yeah, I mean, this series we talked about hasn't been the greatest thing ever. Uh, I do, you know, I do like, obviously still like these two characters being together. I like the issues when things are happening like this. There were a lot of outer space issues where they're on the run from the little villains that I sort of got lost in. Um, but I feel like, the finale will, will get a good payoff uh, the, uh, you know, they seem to be typically good at that with these characters, which is obviously why they kept them around. Um you know And I'll be interested to see what they do with them once it is done. If they are done completely, uh if they'll be done in just super sons form, maybe go off and do their own thing. Uh, you know, Damien is obviously a big character for me. So, you know, if he doesn't get a new book of sort of just himself, that's at least one less print book I'll have to buy.
1: Oh, there you go. That's it. Yeah, I, a... I'm just really ready for this to be over, though, man. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. My fandom is shrinking.
0: Well, one more issue.
1: I know, but have you enjoyed this maxi series? Not as much as the other stuff. No, it's. I mean, twelve books. Twelve yeah, books. Okay. Dragon. Well, what sorry. Else did you read? Well, stop being so political. Anyway, so um, I read Event Leviathan only because I've heard a lot about it, and it's written by Brian Michael Bendis. And this is a take where – you should be reading this actually. So it's a whole – you've heard about this, yes? Yes. No? Okay. So it's a whole thing where a group called Leviathan, who perhaps is connected to Talia Agul, has been taking down all of the fringe chaos groups within DC and is making a quick work of them. And it's throwing like society uh, once again into com- total and complete disarray, general disarray. <laughs> 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 and it's – and we're bringing together – This is, it's, it's so funny because you have books like I' we'll talk in a second – Deceased, This, and um, Batman Last Night where we have all these uh, alternate reality books happening at once. But I'm okay with it. They're being well done. So, but I mean, this book was great. The art was fantastic. Uh, done by Alex uh, Malieve. Very good. And we're, we're left wondering, like, what is really happening in this book? Like, what's going on? Superman's missing. Lois Lane's father was attacked. It's it's a whole thing.
0: Is this supposed to be ongoing or is it a... There's no way this book could be ongoing. Okay. I, I hope it's not. I need closure. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, I don't know why I asked it that way. I should have asked how many issues it's supposed to be. <laughs> so, there you okay. go. I can check it out.
1: And then I also read Deceased, as mentioned, number two. This, I like this book, man. I'm surprised you didn't pick it up and keep going.
0: There's just too many books. Too many comics. That's what I'm saying. Hmm? But anyway,
1: uh, so this is a, a book where the anti-life equation, which I struggle to understand, has uh, just really fucked shit up for the DC universe. And one by one, characters that are engaged with either people who are infected with this virus or people that are connected to the internet become said zombified. And it's it's pretty real. But I, I do enjoy it very much. Damien's in this book prominently, just so Ooh, you know. Okay. And then I read the final uh book of Marvelous X-Men number five, which again takes place in the age of X-Men reality, where again we've we've invented reasons to not get close to each other and we've manufactured conflict and people, despite being manipulated by a very powerful mutant, are starting to be like, What's what? I remember things that shouldn't be going on. And it's, it's heating up. So this book's going to end, as will the rest. There's, I think, five total books. And it's going to go into the uh, Omega version of this book, where they're all going to kind of confirm and hopefully hopefully end. Because this has been a real toughie for me,
0: this whole Age of X-Men thing bust. Yeah. You you have stated that numerous times. I'm, I'm sorry you know. to hear that. Me too. Uh, so we got a lot of weekly, Well, since it's been a couple of weeks, a lot of weekly news to catch up on. Let's uh, blow through some of this. Do it. Swamp Thing just released on DC Universe. It has already been canceled. They were going to release the rest of the episodes as planned, but there would not be a season two, it, it seems. And word came out that it was canceled, tied to a North Carolina accounting error. And I just thought this was an interesting story. Uh, apparently, North Carolina promised WarnerMedia a $40 million tax rebate. That ended up getting diminished because of a paperwork error. $40 million would have covered half of the first season's budget, which is estimated to be at $80 million. The error also reportedly played a factor in season one production ending early back in April, with the season's episode count trimmed from 13 to 10. Uh, once the error was discovered, WarnerMedia shut down production since the studio should be paying, would be paying more for the series than originally thought. Like, how, how the fuck does that <laughs> uh It was just crazy that, uh, you know, little errors can be made on big uh, media productions and be quite costly. Well, I mean, you get what you pay
1: for, though. And how, how could it be here? It's going to be so good and so scary and so awesome. And it's like, and we're going to cancel before we yeah, see the first film. canceled
0: first episode. Here it is. And it's canceled. Don't worry about it. Well, not canceled is runaways so moving on to season three and that they have confirmed that Elizabeth Hurley will join the cast as classic Marvel villain. And that villain is Morgan Fay. Wow. Really? hmm. Interesting. What can you tell me about Fay?
1: oh damn it <laughs> uh, she's just a very she's a very powerful uh sorceress who has been around for ev- she, i, th- I want to say morgan the Fae exists outside of marvel comics she's like like, like a thor type person that, okay. that that exists in other media I, I believe and she's been fucking shit up for some time and cool to see how that's going to play out here she was not in runaways comics if, if no the thing and the one-time love interest Are of you,
0: dr doom also says in this story i like it cool. i do um uh, yeah good actress excited that's getting a season three i'm still interested and i have not caught up on cloak and dagger um but definitely interested to see what happens with the runaways if it has found because you know i don't think they release numbers for hulu if it's found a footing you know now that marvel disney owns hulu outright um will they find a home can they be expanded can they merge with cloak and dagger at all uh all very interesting future for them deadly class and happy canceled at sci-fi Okay, that's really unfortunate uh,
1: because I thought that both of those shows are well made. I know Happy was going to season two. Mm -hmm. You and I watched the pilot of uh, Deadly Class before it actually dropped, and we're fans of it. Yep. Um, I did read though that Happy has a chance, but Deadly Class is for sure toast.
0: Is it? I know they're shopping both of them, but this is you know a couple weeks old now. I think the story, um, you know, I feel like these are types of shows that could be picked up somewhere. There, you know, there's a lot of comic book stuff being made, obviously that's a shame. Yeah. Deadly class looked so cool. Um, I haven't watched any of happy yet. i watched a few of deadly class and had bought the first season on iTunes to to just have and go through. Uh, but these were two, you know, we liked happy as a book. I know you're fully caught up on deadly class, the book, right? Yeah. Oh, I'd I imagine have... so. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. these are, you know, pretty good titles. Um, you know, so it's so sad to see that, uh, coming to an end so quickly and, and hopefully they both of them get picked up. Well, what are you going to do? After 26 years, DC Comics rumored to close Vertigo. Why, though? I mean, is it not selling? It says the 2018 it... relaunch fizzled. I don't know. Like, what, what books recently have been from Vertigo that we've read? I don't know, but I don't know a lot of stuff. But yeah, I mean, but nothing comes off... Th- I feel like anything that's sort of in this realm is just completely owned by image. Like, if it's not a main yeah, character you're... from sure, DC sure, or Marvel... Sure. You know, And when, every time that I see... Sales of of the big two and you know images either you know just in the double digits pushing it percent wise uh, and then it's just everyone else sort of falls in line well below that so they've made quite a dent you know they've got a title for every sort of thing it just seems like it's probably not worth it for Marvel DC to be pushing those types of things anymore and that's well sad. that's sad though that is sad I
1: mean when I was I mean, of course we are going to read Sandman so maybe that'll help yeah
0: uh, <laughs> Rob Leefield quits titter, Twitter Titter following DC tweet controversy about this issue. So he had some bad things to say about DC and that it was, he seemed to say that like it might close up shop soon or no, oh, no bleeding money. They're, you know, don't know what's going on. Um, your take on any of this? I mean, probably has been around a long time. Uh, he, I, I think he's
1: earned his right to say stupid crap about the, about the business. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, not be so sensitive if somebody has a problem with that. I mean, the dude won't sign uh, New Mutants 98, which is the first appearance of Deadpool, without being paid. So certainly he has some, some brass balls. Oh, by uh, the way, that was, I don't know. I just, I don't know. It just it, It's a weird time in comics, but when you see things like Vertigo fall by the DC stuff, I don't
0: know what to say. I mean, do you have to be a dick about stuff? Like, he, well, he won't sign it unless he gets paid. That's because he created Deadpool, I assume, yeah. and he's not seeing, like, action from that.
1: I think he's definitely seeing action, but I think the idea is I'm seeing a slice of the action. So if you expect me to sign this book for free, despite the fact that, you know, uh,
0: you know, that... uh, See, I I feel bad for these creators of the likes of Marvel DC who create these characters for the big two and don't have the rights to, you know, the the adaptations and where the big money is, but that's what you signed up for. Yes. Um, And I mean, it sucks that... is what it is. And I think it would be easy for, for Marvel to start saying, Hey, if you're creating characters and they take off in the future, even if they gave them like 0.5% or some ridiculously low percentage of something that ends up being in the Avengers or what, you know, whatever they give them some sort of kickback or let them do something. So they feel a little bit better. Um, but like that, I think like the whole point is you're trying to do some things for the big two to perhaps make a name for yourself, to create your own things on the side, to, either be the go-to of the, of the big two. I mean, it's just it is what it, I don't know. It is what it is. Like, I'm, I don't get to take, like if my work took something of mine and like turned it into a big program and, you know, made a lot of donations off of it. Or if I worked at a for-profit thing, like I wouldn't see, we did a lot of good work at the uh, place where we worked together and we didn't see any back end <laughs> that the for-profit no, company was pulling in. That is a crime. Yeah. I need just, to uh, see. That's the, that's the plights of being a working man. I want Welcome
1: to the, Yeah, I want to see the results from that app we made.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is, this, is this still in the app store at all?
1: I, there's no way. It can't it's still be. There.
0: There's no way. Oh my god. All right. Well, well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. With that, we uh, we'll close up this this great episode uh, with two weeks worth of comics, and uh, we'll be back on schedule. We always say that. Uh, but we do got the interview with Elliot Ray Hall coming up next month. So uh, you know, dive into some of his books and check him out. And uh, we'll talk soon at too many comics.com. You got it. I've been reading too many comics.